0: And welcome to How to Survive Your Life. I'm Molly Merwin, and I'm joined as always by Daisy Earl and Kaylee Cassidy. This podcast takes inspiration from the news, discusses it, debates it, and gives you top tips on how to survive everything. Hello, and welcome to How to Survive Your Life. Welcome back, or welcome to How Are You Doing, Survivalists? How was your week? I hope it was well or as well as it can be. This week, we're doing how to survive graduation. But first, let's check in with the ladies. Kaylee, how was your week? How have you been since the last time we spoke? Yeah. Hello. Good to see you both. always a joy to do this podcast. I'm
1: good, got my period, got the big, big period pains kicking in. I feel like (laughs) I know what it's like to have a baby. I don't know. I made dumplings last night and it could be them. I don't know. (laughs) You could be birthing a
0: dumpling. Is that it? Or I
1: don't know. whether they're the pains, or if it's material <laughs> pains, I can't work it out. But has anyone ever made dumplings before? Because it's really difficult. And I sort of started losing my swing with them, and then just started making them in and going, we're just gonna have to make them into pasties. And- <laughs> And then they were just too heavy. But um, but yeah, I did a poetry workshop yesterday as well. And it was really funny because it was basically like just all women and mostly older women. And it was a poetry on like writing about glass, which I think is so cool because you just don't think about like glass. No, and you yeah. just, you know, like in improv when you do word association and it's, yep. it's like that, but just in a more like intense way. So basically thinking about stained glass, hourglass, glass tables, like glasses yeah all the purposes of glass and there were so many anyway these these women were brilliant but they all sat in these very opulent houses because obviously it's on zoom the workshop so this one woman honestly she must be she has a desert around her of velvet chairs and like her bookshelf is humongous and then there was this poem which was kind of a bit rude and phallic and (laughs) Most of the women were like, oh, I just don't get it. I just don't understand what it is. Like, I, what is it? I don't get it. And then one woman, who was lovely, she was like, um, I think it's um, phallic. And they went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and they lost their shit. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, what? Like, you know, when there's sketches where older women read Fifty Shades of Grey and they're like, ah, that was the moment.
0: And were you teaching this or were you just part of it? I was part of it. Yeah.
1: So it was, it was supposed to be an in-person workshop last year, but the woman Uh wasn't very well. So they rescheduled it and then it was like COVID-19. So they had to put it online.
0: Oh, that's great. Daisy, how are you? How was your week? It's been good. I've just, I
2: think the thing with second lockdown is that you do get bored, like not discussing glass board, but like, um, I love that. That's disgusting fair, glass fair board.
1: Point. I mean, that's probably it. That's
2: probably it. <laughs> yeah. And when you said they were affluent, I thought, of course they are, because these are the people that have the time to talk about, is it hourglass? Is it this? Like, I love it though, Kaylee, And I love that the enthusiasm that you brought with that. <laughs> It was sweet. But yeah, I am a bit bored, but I'm no better because I spend a lot of time on TikTok and a lot of time Disliking Gordon Ramsay because Gordon Ramsay is on, and bear in mind, I am temping at the moment, so I'm working from home. But every time I walk through the kitchen, if my mum's left the TV on, Gordon Ramsay's like reruns of Kitchen Nightmares are on and I just think he's such an asshole and I don't know why this isn't mentioned more. Why has he become this like comedy character where it's like, oh, it's just Gordon. I'm like, no, you're a dick. Why does no one tell you you're a dick? And, you know, (laughs) he has no empathy like he was in America and it was this old Italian couple and this woman was like breaking her heart she was like we put everything into the restaurant we remortgaged Aww. our house and our kids and I feel like everything they remortgaged their kids they're gonna do
0: that
2: she's like we've put everything into doing this and i feel like it's going down the drain and he looked and he went okay i hear what you're saying i feel you're sad and i was like jesus christ gordon well done (laughs) you robot well done in identifying basic sadness um before you yell at her again yeah so that's the thing i didn't in the old world have this amount of time to dislike yeah. Gordon Ramsay because I didn't pay attention. Now he's my nemesis. I want us to meet. <laughs> I
1: want us to meet and chat. I I have a theory, Molly. I think that she yes. secretly loves him because she's walking through the kitchen every time, <laughs> and it always happens on the TV. Mum,
0: I was thinking that, that- she's like, Mum, stop
1: putting it on, okay. and then she <laughs> yeah. went, Yeah, Mum, thank you. <laughs>
0: So much passion there. And you know, the other side of hate is love. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's,
2: you know what it's I mean? So side you side should... away with Gordon, but you know, could happen if he changes just... everything about his personality. Uh...
1: And if I got you a t shirt that said, I love Gordon Ramsay, would you wear it? Of course you would. <laughs>
2: I would wear it but only because I know you would do something hippy dippy passive aggressive like you'd put glitter glue on it or you'd iron patches on it and it would be homemade by you and then I wouldn't be allowed not to wear it because you go oh well if you don't like it so I'd have to
1: go oh no I love it I'll wear it. Sneaky, sneaky Kate. Yeah. And she'd probably take like 10 hours on it. Sneaky. I would never <laughs> take 10 hours on a gift for Daisy, FYI. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want for the benefit of the record just to say I put my finger up at Kaylee then.
0: I had something. Okay. I have a question. This could be like another immigrant. Like, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes in this country. But so I went to the store and I bought, you know, makeup, cotton cotton balls cotton or hat, whatever. Yeah. And Cotton pads. Thank you. That's the word. Well, that's what I thought I bought, but then I got home, I opened it, and I thought I bought like the little rectangular ones. It's literally just a bag of cotton. Like I could, I could maybe make a sweater out of it, and it's just like a bag of cotton. Oh, are they the cotton balls? No, it's literally just cotton. That's so weird. I wanna. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go grab it. I'm gonna show you. (laughs) I think is the weirdest thing. I think that she is
1: a sheep. Mm. Oh, do you remember we had that argument in that episode when we couldn't understand what one sheep was and two sheep was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've just seen it slightly in the back of the camera, and I think it's just cotton wool. Okay.
1: Oh, it's cotton. It's cotton wool. It's cotton
0: pleat. Oh yeah, that you can still I use it on I've your had face. I that before. It's little. I mean, like I could. What what is this? It's it's cotton pleat. I mean, like I could create a, a sweater out of this. I don't. This is like, I don't even know how to like. This is so funny. Cotton pleat board. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... What, is, what is the purpose of this? Why do they sell this?
1: I absolutely love this. I don't know why they sell it, but I think you can still use it on your face with
0: lotion. I used to. Oh, I have been because I'm like, I can't return it. And I don't want to be wasteful, but I also could like knit a sweater with it or stuff a pillow with it. Anyway, that so that's where I'm at in lockdown. Oh. I'm literally discussing and thinking about cotton pleat and the purpose How of this. How long did you and I Alex
1: feel- talk about cotton pleat for? Mm.
0: <laughs>
2: I feel um, so much better no- about the Gordon Ramsay thing. I'm like, there was, <laughs> and I feel bad now for making fun of Kaylee's glass thing because there is a level of boredom below that which we didn't even it's touch. Complete. It's complete.
0: <laughs> I'm saying, I, I'm from I'm from Georgia, so like like cotton literally is everywhere, and I've never seen that in a store. And so, anyway, I was just dumbfounded and really annoyed because. Um, Sorry, what? not relevant to this, but literally this is where my brain went. The minute that
2: you said Cotton, I thought about racism and it made me sad. And then I thought about Police Academy. And I have to tell you this because it's so harrowing. Police Academy was my favorite, favorite film as a kid. I watched it like a hundred times. Classic. It's amazing. Yeah. I've never seen it. Oh my God. I rewatched it last night. And there is an incredibly racist scene in Police Academy, which I didn't even register as a kid. So two white cadets say a racial slur to a female black cadet. So a taller black cadet tips over the car because they said this awful thing. They don't get punished at all. And the black cadet gets sent away. So he's not in the Police Academy anymore. And then at the end of the film when there's a riot the black cadet who is now a florist he comes out and he saves the two police officers the two white police officers who have been mm-hmm. held like at gunpoint he pretends to just be another protester and then he like punches the gunman and then he gets like a medal at the end and he's back in the police academy but it is never mentioned in the film or he's, they never, it's like so brushed over. They never apologized to him for kicking him out, for defending someone because someone said a really awful racial slur, which obviously I don't think the filmmaker was trying to be racist, Yeah, but it just goes to show how incredibly racist, I mean, racism obviously is still a terrible thing today. But how yeah. like no one noticed it in the 80s. Yeah. And then it made me really oh, sad. Yeah. And now I can't watch Police Academy in the same way. Which obviously isn't oh. the bigger, you know, that's not the bigger <laughs> sadness here. But it is weird when you watch things back and you're like, I can't believe that wasn't like a thing. Like no one like as a kid, I didn't even notice.
0: Oh yeah. It I, I haven't I haven't watched it since I was a kid. And but I, I have noticed there are things like now that you're, you're adult, you're more aware, you're more woke as they say mm. you're like oh my god and like feminism definitely like yeah i don't mean this in a bad way but like feminism really ruins everything you're like fuck this shit what <laughs> the fuck are they doing what <laughs> is she doing that? this is terrible movie why did i watch this 10 times as a 10 times as a child
1: i think with breakfast at tiffany's it's in a case of like awful racism character isn't even asian and it's a white man playing that character and it's so stereotypical i once went to a cabaret night it was amazing and it was for asian performers to do drag or cabaret and this wonderful drag queen had a big kimono on and what she did was she opened up her kimono and the projector the project the how do you say that word Projector. projector projected films where there's been um racism in there wow. like and onto the kimono wow. and it was, it was very beautiful
0: that is beautiful as a That's response impressive. to yeah to that yeah wow okay on that note yeah, look at this transition ladies <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about graduation very smooth transition well yeah
1: we're graduating <laughs>
0: yeah live yeah so 2020 has been an interesting year for people graduating a lot of virtual graduations happening Kaylee had a virtual graduation recently did. and a funny story that we have not heard yet because she wanted to wait for the podcast. So Kaylee, what happened that you were going to tell us about? Or do you want to tell us now? You want to tell us in your top tip? Yeah. Okay. So that's a teaser. It's probably not that funny now is you're both going to be like, oh, uh, I thought pleat
1: Cotton was funny. So
0: there's a teaser for you out there to keep keep listening for that funny graduation story.
1: <laughs> you can spot the funny graduation story
0: that Kaylee tells. Each week, we help you to survive something going on in the world. This week, it's graduation. And we do that by discussing, debating, and giving you top tips. Kaylee and Daisy both bring three top tips, which they present in three rounds. And basically, they're trying to convince me of whose top tip is better because I'm a judge and I'm going to give points according to the top tip. They'll also be able to respond to each other's top tip I may even give points for the response or things that are said or just random shit that I like. Who knows? At the end of the episode, someone will be crowned survivalist. So far this season, we're tied. Kaylee won our first episode. Daisy won our second episode. But Daisy did win the last episode, so she gets to choose. Daisy, do you want to go first or second this week? I'll go first. Okay, excellent. In that case, let's begin. Daisy, what is your first top? Tip for surviving graduation?
2: My first top tip for surviving graduation is post your graduation to really manage your expectations so I remember before I graduated coming to that graduation ceremony you've got through university and you're like wow the world will open up I remember genuinely having a conversation with my friend Jess where I told her I wasn't sure like we had such a ridiculous conversation where we were like oh I don't know whether I'd want to like go into like script writing or work in more like documentaries or like maybe be a location scout like we genuinely felt like we would just get to choose that we'd come out of university and we'd be like oh I wonder what cool job I can do and obviously that is not the way the world works so <laughs> this is uh an article from the mirror and it's from this year it's a girl called Jessica Lee who's 23 <laughs> that sounds like I'm about to do a limerick I'm not <laughs> she's from Essex and she graduated the University of Westminster and basically a post that she she put on LinkedIn went viral because she was saying how her and her boyfriend wanted to buy their first house and within she's basically this year been made redundant twice in six months. Now she's a graduate. It's not clear in the article whether she graduated this year or whether she graduated previous year, but I'm, I'm going to assume it's this year, but it's so, it's such an odd article because bless her. Like, obviously I understand that redundancy is difficult. And if she wants to buy a house, that's sad. And you know, she got a huge amount of sympathy online, but I feel that other people should really take on the expectation of like stand-ups and actors because our life is so unstable. (sighs) When I read that article, I thought you were buying a house at 23 after your first graduate job. How? Like, I mean, I'm going to assume the Royal Bank of mum and dad, like
1: everyone else, because... Or they might live in like an Irish village. An Irish...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I mean why would do cheaper I don't to buy it, it
1: like is in one village in Ireland called Hadreen, it's like 18000 to buy a house
2: Oh really? Oh I didn't know that. But even so where would you like when I was 23 you'd still need a 10% deposit of 1800 where are you getting that from? Mm. Like EMA? I, maybe they Okay so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they, for context, <laughs> for context, they live in Essex. So I'm assuming that they can't get an 18,000 pound house. So, no. okay. So I'm like, well, firstly, the Royal Bank of mum and dad is firmly open for you, which I'm very jealous of. Secondly, you're 23. Like, don't worry about it. I just, the level, it really, anno- <laughs> it really annoyed <laughs> me because I was like, I'm about to be 33 and I, you mm-hmm. you You know, obviously, like, comedy has melted with the world. So Um. I'm, like, in that already very unstable industry, now there isn't an industry to be unstable in. So I'm like, oh, what do I do in my life? And I'm panicking at 33. So when I see this girl having such a meltdown at 23 because she's lost, like, two jobs, I'm like you'll be fine. So yeah, Yeah. that's my tip. Manage your expectations. Lower them, preferably. Nice.
1: I'll be honest with you Molly I was quite confused about Daisy's tip and here's yeah. why are you confused so
0: when I, you, I was yeah go ahead yeah when
1: you say post your graduation this was your this is what you said initially your top tip was post your graduation to manage expectations I was like post your certificate post your. I didn't understand the concept of <laughs> oh, posting your graduation and um, po- make a post about it like I'm graduating I
2: meant
0: after after so she meant like post or like pre-pandemic yeah it, it was yeah it's more like post-graduation oh. comma manage expectation okay but it was i i i i, I feel you kaylee post your graduation Ma-
1: yeah yes okay great okay
0: guys i'm so sorry i just assumed
2: when i was speaking english everyone would be on board um, I, there are apps that can subtitle you i'm gonna yeah. try and find one for next week just think, so yeah in my speech
1: are obvious honestly i sometimes get it wrong and that is an example
0: <laughs> to be fair though i i i thought the same thing but then when she started talking i was like oh no now i'm with you i'm with you and also, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like when you're 23, and tw- like you said, like, Daisy, when you're like 22, 23 and you graduate from grad graduate from graduation oh dear 2020 um when you graduate from school uh you think oh i'm gonna be like the next ceo i'm gonna do all these things and then the world comes crashing around you reality hello i'll be honest with you though yeah i really don't think that daisy deserves a point because she didn't
1: do the limerick like she really teased us so minus if
0: i was the judge Well, you're not. So (laughs) moving on. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, On that note, Kaylee, what is your first top tip for surviving graduation? Okay. So
1: my first top tip is wear knickers. I could stop there. Couldn't I? That's an enough explanation, (laughs) isn't it? But I won't. I'll go on. I'll go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. So if you do embarrass yourself at your graduation, obviously process it, but don't waste all your energy feeling shame, just move on and celebrate how amazing it is that you are graduating humility makes us human shame kills our soul shall we Ooh. wear a t-shirt saying that guys new mantra in the house
0: oh, yes look merch coming here. <laughs> can
2: you imagine our merch it would all be collage
1: of course <laughs> so my internet research shows showed me that people their biggest fear at graduation time in non-usual COVID-19 times is falling over you know in America Mm -hmm. the schools are huge therefore the stages and the steps that are involved are too so obviously if you're a timid person who just wants to blend in the worst thing you can do is fall down those steps but often you can get class clowns who stage fallovers because well the opportunity is just irresistible but that was before COVID-19 and now the biggest fear is eliminated with the online virtual graduations so it can just be enjoyed for what it is right online graduations are perfect you can't fuck it up or can you I guess accidentally flashing on your zoom graduation is the new equivalent and yes I did this and yes my (laughs) ceremony was tainted by my own mortification (laughs) so I decided due to the fact that the ceremony was online that I would go all out I do my makeup wear a dress that I would never, ever pull off in real life and wear a hat. It was a red pointy hat. And I would only later realize the Republican connotations of that hat, especially since my flatmate, Nicola, who joined me for the uh, ceremony, was wearing a blue pointy hat, <laughs> which has <laughs> Democratic connotations to it. And this was the day before the election.
0: <laughs> to be fair to you, it's opposite here because Labour's red and Conservatives Choice are blue. Yeah, blue. So to be fair, to be that fair to you. So yeah, that ahead. is so Sorry. true. That is so true.
1: So the dress was very tight that I was wearing. So I thought, fuck it. I'm in my own house. I won't wear any ninnies. And ninny is Irish <laughs> for knickers.
0: I put it together. Thank you, though.
1: Did you? I did. So my flatmate, Nicola, wore a lovely dress, too. And she set up the iPad to connect to the TV, which meant that the iPad had to go on the floor. When we joined the online, like, back ceremony, there was a lot of people with their unmuted microphones. And it was kind of annoying. So I just wanted to check that our- we were on mute and also maybe turn our video off. So I knelt down on the floor and turned my video on accidentally, but it was already on. And then I pressed mute, but I also pressed us on mute. I didn't really know. I don't know how to use an iPad. And I guess if you don't have an iPad, you think it's just a phone and you just click it, but it's got one button and that's it. And it's not a touch screen. So it was really confusing for me. How did I know I flashed basically? Because when I stood up to go off, I just saw myself on the screen in all my glory. And I was just very 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 embarrassed they scream Nicola (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully I was on mute I don't know it was chaos (sighs) and and I you see there's so many people on the online thing you're all in little boxes some so potentially no one saw but potentially everyone yeah or at that moment did they just zoom because they were randomly picking people's screens to just show them at that moment (laughs) pre graduation did they just show me and then it's like oh there she is a class clown so yeah so sorry
0: i've lost wait did your hoo-hoo get shown do you know
1: why were you in your knickers though? I wasn't in my knickers. She
0: wasn't in her knickers. That was the problem. Knickers. I was
1: wearing a dress with no knickers. Were you not listening, Daisy? I no, just she missed that I didn't understand that bit.
0: She wasn't listening
1: because I she thought She was wearing
0: a tight dress, and so she said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to wear any knickers." Okay, but I, in my mind,
2: I just Ooh, couldn't. In your I'm mind, sorry. Eh? You guys didn't understand when I used the word post. I think I could question why <laughs> someone's got no pants on because I just thought it was like a state of undress, like a temporary state. I didn't realize you meant you were actually like purposefully keeping them oh, off. Oh yeah, you
0: know? why not? I didn't know that the... I don't wear knickers most yes. days, to be honest, now I'm in covid Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, (laughs) Kaylee. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Actually, I am wearing them now, though. I I found that so shocking. It actually,
2: for once, silenced me. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Sorry, Kaylee, go on.
1: So, basically, my top tip is about the inner conversation that you have with yourself (laughs) when you make a mistake. Okay. Mine was it's only skin, my skin. And most men, when they look at women, see them as naked objects anyway. So maybe it's okay. Also, maybe nobody cares. Also, 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 if they do make a meme and I'm a viral on TikTok, maybe I'll get an Edinburgh show out of it. (laughs) Silver lining. I was so embarrassed, but it happened and there's no amount of shame that will take it away. And all this and I was bloody wearing a red party hat, which to be fair is Labour. Thank you, Molly, for adding that bit in. Trump doesn't own the colour red, basically. No. So it's fine. But maybe I came across as an anarchist on the video who hates the institutionalization of education. And that was my fuck you to it. But this is a top tip that keeps on giving, guys, because like a Russian doll, you know, you just keep seeing something else. While I say wear knickers, I also say don't wear knickers. The new Mary Woollenscraft statue is a top news story at the moment. She's naked. The statue is naked, basically. And everyone's been up in...
2: Oh, I did see this. this.
1: Yeah. yeah. And people are outraged, mainly because male statues aren't sculpted naked. Why should a woman who belongs to an objectified sex be depicted in such an awful way? I mean, I have to say, nudity is not considered so outrageous in other cultures and I have never felt prudish hearing how disgusted people are. It's so prudish. Why should a statue be built like all the male statues that came before it? The sculptor Maggie is a woman herself. Shouldn't she be allowed to make a piece of art which she believes embodies feminism? Criticism makes me feel like it's a load of people telling a woman how she should do her job, which is historically, what people have always done. Mm. So wear knickers, guys, don't wear knickers. But remember, humility makes us human, shame kills our soul. Footnote, if you feel excluded from this tip because you wear thongs, pants, or boxes, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kaylee. Daisy, your response?
2: On the statue front, I did see that statue. I am a bit with the people. I don't think it's about the fact it's nude. I don't think I would mind that, that it's nude. But it's a really odd statue because it's this huge wave. Like the statue is a big wave and then a little woman on top of it. And somebody using like bits of a face mask gave her a cape and then they sort of put like... Someone like fashioned knickers and like a little bra and put it on her. And I sort of of applauded it because I thought, yeah, I don't like Churchill. There's nothing wrong with nakedness, but statues of Churchill, he's got like a coat on. Do you know what I mean? Like war heroes, they're in their uniform they don't just have their wangs out, and we go, well, you know how vulnerable it's like. Well, the Greek statues were naked. Totally. You know? I was, I was about to say, yeah, all yes, the Greeks- but all Greek statues, men and women,
0: yeah.
1: I uh, personally I think that statue making is an art form as well and I, I I honestly don't I don't get it and I think it's an easy one to go to I think Caitlyn Moran said she should have been depicted in childbirth because that's how she died and it's like oh. like that I don't know I just feel like it's a bit of a twitter bandwagon where it's so easy for everyone to have like a sort of disdain towards it but yeah. I, I don't know. I've been having quite a lot of arguments with it where everyone's on the other side.
0: So. <laughs> I don't see the, I don't see the big deal.
2: No, interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Amazing. So we got manage your expectations after graduation or post-graduation, depending on how you want to say it and wear your knickers or don't wear your knickers, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> Humility <laughs> makes us. Humility makes us human shame. What was it? Humility makes us human. Shame kills our soul. Shame kills our soul. Okay. So, for this one, I am going to give 2 points to Daisy for manage your expectations mm-hmm. after graduation. I think that is huge. It also gives yourself a break. Don't think, "Oh god, you've got to make you know, a hundred thousand pounds or dollars as soon as you get out of school and you've got to make all this money right away and buy all these things right away. Like sometimes it might be nice to do post-graduation, you know, like a, almost like a gap year or just travel for like a year and kind of figure out what you really want to do is amazing degree. You just got, or this shitty degree you just got, depending on where you went and what you did. So yeah, manage your expectations because you're not expected to be number one and make all this money right out of school. And sometimes it takes you a while to figure out what you want to do. I am also going to give a point to Katie for humility makes us human. Shame kills our soul. I think that's really good. Look for that on our next How to Survive Your Life t-shirt and mug. Can I um, Can yeah. I quickly just
1: say something? When I wrote that, I was like, Molly's going to give me a point for this. <laughs>
0: You know me well, you know, me well. you're like, oh yeah, that's good. I'm going to get a point for that. Yeah. It's true though. Oh my God. It's so true. I, I was listening to this podcast and they said, shame stands for should have already mastered everything. That's what you feel when you feel like you should have already mastered everything. And I'm like, oh, but you, you shouldn't have anyway. Okay. We move on to round two. And Kaylee's going to kick it off. What is your second top tip for surviving graduation? My
1: second top tip, people
0: out there, is
1: moan about your graduation being online before your ceremony, but don't bring down the celebratory vibe mm. on the day by moaning about it in the breakout rooms. It's a long tip. I know. That <laughs> so is literally, specific. Yeah, that is literally <laughs> what my peers did on our big day. And it was a bit of a uh, killer. There, me and Nicola were sipping Prosecco in our Labour and Conservative hat, <laughs> eating pop chips. I'd just done my flashing. And our graduation was at 1pm, by the way. So it's not like a 9am shocker yeah and they were we went we were put in these breakout rooms because you go in at half an hour early and then you get put in rooms which some people in rooms with people they didn't even do their course with which is another thing like uh, people in breakout rooms where they know people yeah Only one guy in the breakout room with us who didn't know any of us and we were sort of uh. all talking but I guess that's equivalent to just having a chat before the ceremony but everyone was just moaning about how it was online and honestly I was like I don't know. I just felt like I was really, really excited because I thought it was really nice doing something. Yeah. Can
0: I just say, I, okay, no, go ahead. I'm going to wait until you're finished. Are you sure? Go ahead. ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wait until you're finished. I guess like as a woman talking about graduation, it's a sentimental subject because women were for a very long time, not even allowed to have an education. We weren't allowed to Mm -hmm. learn. Therefore, we were not allowed to graduate. And then when we were allowed to learn, we were not allowed to graduate. You can come to classes, but the scrolls and hats and gowns are for men. It's probably why the gowns and hats and things are so dumb, designed by men (laughs) for men. It's probably why the gowns and hats and things... Oh, I've nearly read that line out again. (laughs) (laughs) That is the result of a a woman with
2: an education. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I've got a a BA on, thank you very much, and an MA, a ma to you. Before 1920, women were allowed to attend lectures, but they weren't allowed to matriculate. Women were not allowed to have a degree. Anyway, as a girl who loves learning, I'm grateful for the pioneers who fought for equality. There was a very big backlog, and there still is, for women to hold positions of power. We are creeping mm. in, but politically there is a clear gender imbalance. Yeah. So I've got a couple of recommendations for good things to watch on the subject. A biographical film to watch on the subject of inequality is on Netflix and it's called On the Basis of Sex. And it's about Ruth it. Ginsburg and her fight for equality in law. R.I.P. Ruth, you're an absolute beaut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did my dissertation. Oh, A
1: political documentary to watch is Knock the House Down, which tells the story of women running for seats in Congress. Really
0: good. AOC, absolute star. Oh, and side note, footnote on that, Cori Bush, who was in that. She didn't win during that documentary, but she just gained congressional seat. This, this time around. She, she ran, didn't win she in there. Uh, Spoiler alert, but she won. Uh, she ran again and won. Whoop, whoop. So the other th- thing
1: is the sexualization of women in positions of power when they get there and how they have to adopt masculine energy in order to succeed is a disgusting truth. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that when women were allowed to graduate, they didn't force them to wear different outfits to men. It is quite surprising that we all sort of were able to be in the same outfit. Considering the history of it, yeah, a book to read on this subject is by Mary Beard. It's called Women in Power. And just to iron out any confusion, it doesn't talk about graduation gowns, it talks about women and what they wear and what they are told to wear in positions of power. It talks about the clothes women wear as a focus of criticism rather than the policies they are putting forward, like Theresa May and Hillary Clinton, their examples. And perhaps this is the aim of the naked woolen's craft statue. Whatever Maggie dressed the statue in would have been criticised because that's what people do. They talk about what women are wearing. Anyway, it's not about being a woman and being grateful for the fact that I can learn. It's about being a person and being mindful of my Western privilege and being grateful that the college made a big effort to make us mark our big day. I graduated from Birkbeck, which was originally called the Mechanics Institute and was opened by George Birkbeck to educate working class men. But Birkbeck was one of the first colleges to admit women in 1830. So mm. working full time and studying is a lot to manage and it serves a celebration. Mm-hmm. So don't moan about the graduation being online at the ceremony. Yes, it's shit. But on the day, the day when you are in your breakout rooms, don't use the space to moan about how you hate that it's online. Don't bring down the negative vibes. If you're going to attend, attend. I moaned about it being online. Of course I did. I was so excited for the social aspect of the actual graduation when I was. Yeah. That's the only reason I went to uni for the graduation. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I really wanted my family there and, you know, to share the joy of the thing and meet my new uni friends. But it is what it is. And though it was digital, it was just as special. I wasn't brought down by it, by the way. But I did cry a lot when they read my name out. The tears just came out my eyes, guys. Just came out my eyes. Oh, Daisy, your
0: response.
2: Well, I think that's just sweet. It's difficult. I mean, I'm glad it's a response <laughs> and not a um rebuttal because that's nice. and I think it's it's reasonable to have tears at that point. and I totally do agree on that you shouldn't have people bring you down with kind of negative vibes even if it isn't online. you're right. It's an important I mean i'm I'm all right with you just I know you're the judge, but I'm all right with you giving the points to Kaylee on this one. That was just quite <laughs> moving.
0: <laughs> well, I was. What I was going to say is. I completely agree with this. So I so I finished my degree in December 2019. We were supposed to have our graduation in March. And then obviously that didn't happen. And I remember during school, when I was in school, I was like, I'm not gonna go to graduation. Like it's not that big of a deal. And then I finished, and which I don't know why it was like that. I don't know. Cause I think I was just really intense. And I'm like, it's only my husband that's gonna come. Like my family can't be here. But then I got really excited. I'm and like I made a distinction on my grade. And I was like, I'm really excited. Like I'm really looking forward to graduation. And then COVID. (laughs) And so it was kind of indefinitely on pause. And then we got an email in like August that was like, we're going to have an online graduation in two days. And I'm like, what? But then I never heard anything about it again, but it would have been so nice to have an online graduation. Cause yeah, it's not in person, but you know what? Like that's just, 2020 sucks and just mm-hmm. accept it. We have like, I'm at least I'm alive. You know, I haven't been sick and, and also online graduations would have given the opportunity for like my family to come, you know, I'll e- be virtually, yeah. but at least. They would have been able to see it. So I think it's great that you had an online graduation. Plus with online graduation, as I saw you and Nicola did, you can be drinking the Prosecco during the ceremony. I know. <laughs> so you can have like more fun than you would at an in-person in on in person graduation. Do so yeah, I say, yeah, don't. Yeah, I think it's really nice. And yeah, I think I agree, but we're not done yet. I'm not going to give it to you yet, young lady. We have to hear Daisy. Daisy, what's your second top tip for surviving graduation? Graduation.
2: My second top tip is regarding a preschooler's graduation. So <laughs> in Ohio in America, a little girl named Lily, she went viral because she there is a song called Tootita, and it's like a tootita, a tootita, a tootita, tut-i-ta, oh, right? And it's like a thing that kids like. Anyway, when this song comes on, so her grand is filming her literally all the other kids are like still and in the introduction Lily is adorable because she's like doing the funniest dance like she's literally like living her best life at the front and I can't do it just as verbally you just have to find the viral video if you want it it's um It's literally called Little Girl Does a Hilarious Dance During Graduation Ceremony, if you're looking for the YouTube for it. But she's so cute and she's only five. But I, so this is controversial and I don't think, well, anyone except me agrees with this, but I don't, as much as I love adorable kid videos and Lily is like the definition of adorable, I don't have children, but when I do have children... I won't allow people, nor will I myself, to put them on the internet beyond like a family group. So obviously, Mm. or maybe a family and friends. Like if you've got a really closed social media, like you've got a closed Instagram, a closed Facebook, and it's just your friends, your family. But viral videos of children, they're really cute. So I like them. But on the other hand, I just always think that child's too young to mm. consent and yeah. you've mm-hmm. sent their image around the world and they might, and for the most part, it's homel- ha- homeless, homeless It's harmless. So I'm sure <laughs> women with education, it's um harmless. So I'm sure like she'll look back at it as an adult and go, oh, that's just a funny video. But I suppose it's just that the kid doesn't get to decide whether it's funny or whether it's embarrassing. And I just don't think people should film children and put it online. That's basically my very controversial view.
0: Nice. Thank you, Daisy. Kaylee, your response? I'm 100% agree with Daisy yeah what is
1: happening today like and this the world is strange why do we keep
0: agreeing with each other (laughs) that's why we have to change it to response from rebuttal it's
1: sometimes there's these freak episodes where (laughs) we do agree but most of the time we don't no but you know I totally agree and I even made me think because sometimes I do post like pictures with me with my niches on on my Instagram and I'm like oh should I I don't know so yeah it is it is contentious and they they have they haven't consented to it and also what's that understanding of social media like i think yeah one of my nieces wants to be a famous youtuber i think yeah. that's a crazy um aspiration i don't know what what that means like just from watching other children on youtube i think my friend when she had a child she's like not go it's not i'm not posting any pictures of him anywhere i'll you know So don't take pictures of my child. And when he's old enough to
0: say like, yeah, cool. But right now he's not. So I'm not going to. Yeah. So a couple of thoughts on this. There's this brilliant podcast called Rabbit Hole. It's by New York Times. It's basically kind of how people get radicalized online. But it talks about at the end how now kids you know used to want to be teachers and lawyers and and doctors and astronauts and now a lot of kids want to be like tiktok stars and youtube stars and all this kind of stuff and that's kind of scary but everybody has their own definition of like when you want to allow your child to have a social media presence you know maybe it's 10 maybe it's 15 i don't know what that is that's for you to decide But for a lot of kids now, they already have a social media presence before they have an account and they are not giving their consent. And I know like you're their parent and you're their guardian and your consent is giving consent, but also to Daisy's point, like that could be embarrassing for them. They have this whole life online they didn't even know about. And there's this article I'll have to, um, Oh, I forgot the name of it, but it's about, it's by this very intelligent young woman. Like she's like, 14 or 15 when she wrote it, but she was mad because she had this whole life online that she had no ideas like her when she was born and her first birthday and all these photos. And she's like, I didn't like, I didn't give my consent to this. Mm. And anyway, so yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. So let's get to the points ladies. So on that note, I do agree with Daisy don't uh, be mindful about what you're putting online for your kids. However, I'm only going to give Daisy a point for this because if I'm thinking how to survive graduation, I'm giving it to Kaylee. If you're having an online graduation this year, don't moan about it. Like enjoy it. At least you're having one. And yeah, it fucking sucks, but you know what? that's life. So, and, and also there's positives. Like I said, you can get drunk during the the ceremony, or if you have family abroad or even family that maybe normally wouldn't be able to travel to your graduation, now they can come online. So it's not that big of a deal. And also don't moan about it to, because maybe there are people that are actually really excited about it. And also I really liked Kaylee's point about, I never thought about this, but you went on to this like feminist, discussion which I loved about how important it is for women to graduate because there was a time we weren't even allowed to go to school. We wouldn't so therefore even if we went to school, we weren't allowed to graduate. So yeah, I'm gonna give a point to that and also bring it up RBG. That was my dissertation. I did a 30 minute, it was a 30 minute hip hop and rhyme infused storytelling show about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and how she got her notoriety. I talk about that case and a little bit and we discuss that case and why it was important in the basis of sex. Uh, it was I, I, sh- I should send you guys a link. I have a I have a I recorded it. i I was gonna be developing it this year and then obviously COVID happens and it's a it's a pretty large production. So anyway, I digress. Okay, so now we're going into round three. We have Kaylee at four points, Daisy at three points. It really could go either way. Daisy, what is your final top tip for surviving graduation?
2: My final top tip is enjoy your graduation even if you didn't enjoy university. So I hated university. I think I just went to the wrong uni for me, but I remember when I left mm. school not even, I felt so overwhelmed by the prospect of uni and moving away. I didn't even want to visit unis. And then it just, I sort of ended up there a bit by accident. And I i think I listened too much to things like league tables. I thought that was important. And now I know it really doesn't matter. But at the time I felt like, you know, I had to go to an inverted commas good uni and this one seemed good. But it just wasn't, I won't even say the name of it because I know that people I'm sure went there and liked it. But I hated it. But I made, like, two lifelong amazing friends from there who were, like, two of my closest friends in the world. So, like, I'm grateful for that. And I did some volunteer stuff there that I like. So there's, like, elements of it that I'm, like, was okay. But for the most part... I've never been more mentally ill, drunk, or miserable in my life than the time at uni. It just wasn't for me. But I worked really hard in my final years. So I still got a 2 1 and graduated. And as much as I really can't emphasize as much, think about how much I dislike Birmingham times it by a hundred. <laughs> that's how much I don't like. Oh,
0: damn. Yeah.
2: I did not like uni, but I think even if you hate uni, you should still be happy at your graduation because whatever happened, you got through it and then it's over. Mm-hmm. So a bit like yeah. prison. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> when, you, when you walk out of prison, just be like, do you know what? I'm just going to be happy now because there's no point on focusing on prison because I left. And the analogy, again,
0: may make it
2: clear <laughs> how much I don't like uni.
0: Thank you, Daisy. Kaylee, your response? Oh, if
1: I had a pound for every time Daisy said that she hated university on this podcast, <laughs> I'd be a rich girl.
2: I mean, in my defense, that is quite relevant to this particular episode on you graduation. You say it every episode. We'll be talking about <laughs> yeah, feminism. This should be the episode I'm allowed. Molly, you're the judge. Can I get but a ruling maybe on Maybe Molly this? has
1: to edit all the other episodes now because of this episode.
0: <laughs> okay, so two things. Daisy is allowed to talk about uni as much as she wants because we are talking about graduation. <laughs> about also, She's sec- second thing. Second thing is, Daisy, you have talked about it a lot lately about how much you hate in your uni. Yeah. But not as much. She doesn't talk about what it as God much I, as she hates Birmingham. I, you have talked more about it. I just how much love, though, that Birmingham you two recognized how much I hate university. So you two
2: chose. <laughs> an episode on graduation so I could talk about it. And then you give me shit for talking about it. I mean, fair point. I'm out. Fair Can point. I just say one more thing?
1: Can I just say one more thing? Welcome to the quiz. Uh, this is a quiz for Molly, I guess, because she's the only one here. What are the three things that Daisy hates?
0: Oh, I'm going to go um, Birmingham, obviously. Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham. It- Grand, university uh, university. And,
2: uh, and 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 the cook the cook the guy <laughs> oh my god what's his name no uh uh wrong answer oh my god! the right answer it's no. not Gordon Ramsay that's not the top 3 i will have you know oh, have it say, no no it's not Gordon Ramsay it is graduation no sorry university birmingham and Kaylee's collages. boom <laughs> <whom laughs> mic drop <laughs> there
0: yep Yep, that's true.
1: Oh my God, I could be as famous as Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Kaylee's
0: collages. Okay. (laughs) Now that that's settled, these are Daisy's three hated things. That's that section of the podcast. Kaylee, what is your final top tip for surviving graduation? So my final top tip is celebrate your failures.
1: This is a top tip for people who didn't go to university or dropped out. Find your own way to celebrate your success. Graduation is specific to university or college. Before Tony Blair, university in England was an extremely rare thing. These days, more people graduate. But what if you don't want to go to university? What if you decide you don't like your course and leave? Graduation is a moneymaker for universities. Mm. The gowns are £100. The hats are £100. The tickets are £100. The professional photographer is £100. The drinks are £100. Basically, everything is for £100 for the sake of this tip because I thought that that sounded good. (laughs) But you don't have to fall into the pound pond to feel like you achieved something. You don't have to actually graduate to graduate this thing called the school of life because we do learn our biggest lessons from how we supposedly fail. Elizabeth Day Mm. has a brilliant podcast, it's called How To Fail, and I really recommend listening to it. In one episode, she talks to the philosopher Alain de Botton, who is the founder of The School of Life, which is a wonderful um, YouTube channel as well with lots of great videos. It's a fantastic chat between them where he talks about three failure concepts, and it redefines what we think of as failure. So if you did drop out, don't let people, society, family make you feel like a loser. You made the right decision and you are your own teacher in your own school of life. So go have your own graduation. Make your own hat out of a pizza box or really get your money's worth out of the tampons and make your hat out of a tampon box. Wear your curtains as a gown. Scribble your own certificate and take a portrait pic and send it to your granny. But just because you didn't complete uni or go to uni doesn't mean you can't graduate. So celebrate your failures and graduate from your school of life.
0: Amazing. Daisy, your response?
2: So because I have felt picked on a lot this episode, I want you to know I'm being the bigger person in not biting on school of life. I'm not even going there. That's great. Good for you, Kaylee. I'm I'm keeping this podcast friendly. Okay, so I'm not even going to go there.
0: So big of you,
2: Daisy. Thank you, Molly. I think celebrate failures. Yeah, that's a, a nice idea. And also, it had never occurred to me that graduation made money for the university. And when I graduated, I had put on a lot of weight in my final year, like much bigger than I currently am. And I went on a two-week holiday with my friend Stacy before graduation. So I looked like a fat Turkish man in my graduation photo. I really, it did not suit me. And I made my mum hide them. And I didn't even know it was an option that you could graduate and not actually go to the ceremony. So it's actually quite useful. So yeah, good tip. I think
0: it's weird in this country. Like, okay, so I think, so yes, in the States, I'm pretty sure I had to pay for my cap and gown for my bachelor's, but it wasn't, I don't remember it being that much, but I thought it was weird. Like my parent, like, like for my master's when it was supposed to happen, we had to, I had to pay for tickets for like my husband to come and any family. You had to pay also for like the lunch afterwards. Is that normal? Like, I think that's weird. Plus, the cap and gown was really expensive. Yeah, it was it's, like it's
1: really weird. Like honestly, like probably best that it was online. Like I wasn't gonna buy the cap or gown anyway if it was in person. I was just gonna yeah. buy a really nice outfit that I would wear again, rather than two hundred pounds on the cap and
0: gown. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I would have done. I mean, I I I had rent. I, reserve the cap and gown and I'm sh- I know again it's been a while and I'm I'm sure I paid something for my cap and gown for my bachelors but I don't remember it being that much I would have remembered if it was a lot but we definitely didn't have to pay any money for people to attend and plus the like there's like um a res- I don't know if this is like normal but for mine there was supposed to be like a reception afterwards which is really nice and lovely like tea and all that which is nice but then you also had to pay for that it was like I don't know Mm. it is weird how much they make here I I was surprised at that anyway sorry Kaylee you were about to say something again
1: I was just gonna say that I think Daisy said she's not gonna bite because she doesn't have anything to say but she wanted us to feel like she's like I'm holding back
0: my bite but it was really because she had nothing to say (laughs) oh okay uh, the face that she's giving you right now, I think uh, may disagree with that. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Really good stuff here. So I really liked Kaylee's celebrate your failure and also recognizing uni may not be for you or maybe something that's here that I love. But I, I don't know if this is a very middle class thing, but I feel like more people should do it as a gap year between like secondary school and university. And I think that's a really good thing because I have a friend, I had a friend, he got a a football scholarship and he took it, but honestly, he wasn't really ready for university yet. So he ended up losing his scholarship because he wasn't going to class. He wasn't, he wasn't like a partier. He wasn't like a huge party. He was actually quite, you know, kind of reserved, but he just didn't really like university. He wasn't doing something he wanted. Eventually, you know, he, so he dropped out, took some years off and now I believe he has a master's and like agriculture and is really happy, but it took him some time to really figure out what he wanted to do. So on the outside at first, it may like a few years, it may have looked like he was a failure, but now he's really happy and he's doing what he wants to do. So I like that. But if I'm looking at how to survive graduation, I agree with Daisy, enjoy your graduation even if you didn't enjoy uni, because I totally understand this going to uni, whether it's, you know, a bachelor's or a master's or whatever you do, like it's a huge accomplishment if you go through it and no matter how you got through it, if you get through it, that's an accomplishment accomplishment. So like celebrate that and enjoy it. I'm kind of a daisy. I made the best of my uni, but I didn't really, my uni actually was like my last, last, last choice I was like, I would never go there. And then I ended up having to go there because of like personal things and family things going on at the time. And I, again, like Daisy, I met some really great friends there. I made the best of it. And I was really proud when I graduated from university because I graduated some decent grades. I supported myself. It was hard, but I like got myself through university. And so I celebrated. So two points to Daisy for that. I am going to give Kaylee a point for celebrate your failures because I do think that is an important thing, even though it's not surviving graduation. I think that's just good life advice. So that gives Kaylee five points as well. So we have a tied game, ladies. Ah! It's always a tie when I'm... No, it's not. Yeah. When I... Because Daisy either
1: wins or ties and I either lose or tie. I'm but bored. You celebrate that failure, Kaylee, you know? Sunday. Yeah,
0: celebrate that I <laughs> can't <tomorrow, laughs> because Kayleigh. it's not on topic of graduation, apparently. Okay, so for the tiebreaker, I'm going to, if you were to open up your own university, what would be the name and its specialty?
2: The Daisy Earl Institute of yeah, Having Fun. <laughs> okay.
1: Thank you, Daisy. um My university would be called Daisy Earl Hates Me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we have a winner. Congratulations, Kaylee. And I would go to that university. <laughs> I would I would graduate with full honors, Kaylee, today. I get a <laughs> master's. In fact, I get a PhD. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, the, dean, yeah. of the I hate you university.
1: And it would be like classes like, why does Daisy earl hate me? <laughs>
2: And I will be there class- to answer all your questions. Uh, it's collaging <laughs> and you always make fun of
0: me. So there you go. Listen, over. You could do a minor in how to destroy collages without <laughs> no one noticing you were there. <laughs> Daisy, that would be wonderful if if we could
1: do a sketch where you're like, Kaylee doesn't know that I've got some of her scol- coll-
0: collages. uh okay this has been how to survive your life how to survive graduation which kaylee is a survivalist of congratulations come
1: on come on two one
0: If you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, please like and give us a review wherever you get your podcast. Please tell your friends, tell the dean of your school, tell your mom. You can find us on Facebook at How to Survive Your Life Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at how the number two survive pod P-O-D. Or you can email us at how to survive your life pod at gmail.com. I am Dean Merwin. That is Kaylee. That is Daisy. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Theme music by Jazar.